the third example. As we conclude this week in our Turn the Page Bible experience, Jesus returns to his teaching about engaging in spiritual practices with the right motivation. He has one more example to share, the practice of fasting. In the first century, devout Jewish people fasted twice a week, usually on Mondays and Thursdays. The first Christ followers carried on this tradition, although they typically fasted on Wednesdays and Fridays to distinguish themselves from the Jews. For the first 1,800 years following Jesus' resurrection, fasting was a common practice among Christ followers. It was every bit as common as praying and more popular than Bible reading because the average person didn't even have a Bible to read until the Gutenberg Bible was published in 1454. However, in our day, fasting is not very common. Many of us view it as an above and beyond spiritual practice reserved for the most devout. Yet Jesus begins this section on fasting with a familiar assumption. When you fast, he says. Jesus assumes that his apprentices will fast, and when they do, he wants them to fast for the right reasons. Matthew 6, 16-18 When you fast, do not look somber as the hypocrites do, for they disfigure their faces to show others they are fasting. Truly I tell you, they have received their reward in full. But when you fast, put oil on your head and wash your face, so that it will not be obvious to others that you are fasting, but only to your Father who is unseen, and your Father who sees what is done in secret will reward you. Fasting. Fasting is abstaining from food for spiritual purposes. It is not dieting. It is not a hunger strike. It's abstaining from food for a spiritual purpose. Fasting is a practice that Jesus himself modeled. At the beginning of his public ministry, Jesus retreated from society and fasted for 40 days. Matthew 4, 1 through 4. Yet fasting is a difficult spiritual practice for many of us. And not just because it requires us to go without food. Many of us struggle to understand why we are doing it. One reason we struggle with fasting is because our Western culture teaches us a dualistic view of personhood. Many of us don't see a connection between our bodies and our spirituality. Therefore, fasting seems unnatural and even irrelevant. However, New Testament theologian Scott McKnight explains. The Bible does not say that the body contains a spirit, like a beaker, into which we pour a liquid, but that each person is a spirit and is body. In other words, Christian tradition teaches us that there's a duality about humans, but there is not a dualism. We are one person with an inner and outer dimension, but we are not comprised of two parts, an inner part and an outer part. Neither is it right to think that one is good, the inner, and the other is bad, the outer. Biblical fasting is about joining the material to the immaterial, the body to the soul, 
the body to the spirit in a unified organic act. Scott McKnight, Fasting, The Ancient Practices. Similar to how raising our hands or clapping can bring our whole self to the act of worshiping God through singing, fasting is a spiritual practice that can join our body to our soul for a spiritual purpose. As it was with giving to the needy and with prayer, Jesus' concern here in the Sermon on the Mount is that his apprentices fast for the right reason. It seems that people in Jesus' day were trying to advertise that they were fasting by looking disheveled and smearing ashes on their face. Jesus is accusing these people of fasting for show, and he wants none of that from his apprentices. Instead, he encourages his followers to go through their normal routine of hygiene, which in that day included washing your face and putting oil in your hair. His whole point is that we should not fast to gain the notice and admiration of other people. Instead, like the other spiritual practices, fasting is to be an intimate act between a follower of Jesus and God the Father. Once again, Jesus promises that when we fast with our hearts set on communing with God, we will be rewarded. We will lose ourselves in self-forgetfulness and find ourselves in the affection of God. This whole section on giving, praying, and fasting can be summed up in this way. God despises hypocrisy, but rewards authenticity. In the kingdom of God, we are not to chase after the affirmation and accolades of people. Instead, our aim is to draw near to God and glorify Him alone. Reflection questions. Why is fasting such a challenging spiritual practice for the followers of Jesus in our day? How could you take a step to grow in this practice?